chat. What is going on, fellow chatters? Today on the show, I get a chance to chat with the lead singer of the Guess Who, Derek Sharp. We chat about the new album, what's better, vinyl or Spotify, and how long does Derek really take to cook a meal. The coffee that is along for the ride today is the black and white mocha from Starbucks. And now, here is my chat with Derek Sharp. Joining me for a chat today is the lead singer of the Guess Who, Derek Sharp. How are things today, Derek? Yeah, I'm great. How are you? I am pretty good. Uh, sitting here uh, wondering if we're going to get ice or snow or yeah. nothing. Yeah, you got to stay warm this time of year. This is why we should all be in the in the in the, in the Bahamas. <laughs> yes, doing this interview. Oh, that on would the be. Beach. Oh, that, that would be that would be my my dream. But hey, well, what, yeah, what can you do? We're, eh? we're just. We're just messed up, screwy Canadians. <laughs> Anyways, you you guys have released a, an album last year called "The Future Is What It Used to Be." Uh, it's yes, been we a did. Long time for the guess who to actually release a, a, an album of of new tracks. Yeah, very long time actually, and and uh, and uh, we you know uh, we 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 didn't uh, it didn't come up. Uh, that quickly, you know, like we, it, it, it was, we, we, we deliberated a lot and, and, and it started out just, you know, we had a couple of, we had a couple of songs and it was like, yeah, you know, let's do a couple and try it out and see what happens. But I don't know if I want to do a whole, whole album because it takes a lot of time. And then as, as the years went on, it became more apparent we, and the years went on and we got, you know, uh, better material because the whole, the whole thing was is writing, you know, songs that will hold up to what the catalog is, you know, which is a tall order. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean? If you know what I mean? Oh yeah. And we, I, you know, and I personally, and I, I think everybody else agreed. You know, we didn't want to go out and do something kind of like half-assed because you know it would have been counterproductive. You know, so. uh so it ended up being good. It just took it just took a long time. One of the reasons that we just wanted to make sure we had the right material. And number two, we we, we don't live anywhere near each other. So as, as you know, if you ever played in a band, <laughs> if you're not near each other, it's hard to practice. Well, yeah, for sure. And even with today's technology, I'm sure it's just it's so much better just to be in the same room and you can feed off each other. That helped. The fact that Will and I, who produced the record, could uh could exchange uh our what we had to do over the internet i don't you couldn't have done that years ago yeah. obviously uh but but both of us have our own studios and we're, we're both producers and um we ended up even sometimes we did a video chat or we just sent sent a, a part over or you know we did things that way uh, just out of necessity but we we tried to get together as much as possible. We did record the bed bed tracks in Nashville at Blackbird Studios, which was fun. Now I've had a, a listen to the album and the first song yep. when we were young that really sets that tone, and it's actually a really groovy song. Thank you. I I, I love that song too. That was uh, that was uh, yeah that was uh, that was Will's original idea that him and I wrote it together. And we, we we thought it was a great opener just because it had that 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 kind of uh, 
you know, it had a great, it had a great opening lick and it, and it came out rocking. It you had know that, what I mean? And, yeah. It had that guess who feel, but it was just up like a, like up to date kind of thing. Yeah. I, I, you know, a lot of people have different opinions about it, but I, I, I tend to agree with what you're saying um, because it's, you know, obviously nothing is going to be like what, what, some, what, what somebody else did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, and and uh, and we as a group, we're a little bit heavier than maybe the classic period. And what I mean by the classic period was was that those two year span at the end of the '60s when they were doing, you know, American Woman yeah. and, and those songs. Oh yeah. Like the, the the big hits, which you know, I, you know, a lot of those things that only happen in a, in, a, in a couple of years. Yeah, well, it's it's so, hard to imagine. It's like all those songs came out. But back then, <laughs> bands were releasing albums almost t- two a year. Yeah, and in, in the case of CCR, three a year <laughs> in, 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 in 1969. Yeah. I mean, it, it's incredible, but that's what happens when you're on tour all the time mm-hmm. and, and you're just kind of going in the studio uh, in between in between shows and writing on the road. But then, the, you know, and then there was a 70s period where it was maybe some of the Guess Who stuff was a little more experimental. I don't know. Um, you know, you had songs like "Hand Me Down World," which is would be a bit heavier when when Kurt Winter came in. From uh, you know, actually, they, it was it was a lot of the band uh, uh, brother. I don't know if you know the history about that. Uh, a little bit. I mean, the, the history of the Guess Who uh-huh. is just. I mean, you have to have a map on the wall to figure out <laughs> it's long who who goes where. It's long, but what <laughs> what, what happened was after after that uh, uh, left or whatever whoever whoever you believe on that um uh they 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 got a couple of guys from this band brother and they had already written some of these songs like hand me down world bus rider and stuff like that so they just updated them for the for the guess who and that in turn had a whole different sound to it i actually really like that period personally you know and then when dominic troiano joined the mid 70s just before the breakup it was it started to take more jazzy turn which is kind of weird but you know, I'm a, I'm more of a rock guy. Rudy's more definitely more of a rock guy. Yeah. Will's more oh. of a rock guy. So you know, it, it's just that's what comes out. You know, we're just we're just more in that vein. So what is it like to have somebody like Rudy on the bass uh, beside you on stage? Are you kidding? It's a treat every <laughs> night. <laughs> Look, I, also he's 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 a really good friend okay <laughs> you know and and when you have a when you have your pals well i'm friends with all the guys yeah. actually but you know when you're when you when you when you're on stage looking around people that you really like it doesn't suck <laughs> <laughs> and, and rudy of course you know I, I i maybe i don't think about it often enough but you know he 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 he's that guy has done so many things in in his career and to to have that experience on stage is is just something that you know I just uh, I get a lot out of it, and I, I'm still learning from it. Believe it or not, at, at my advanced age, he's he's <laughs> one of those people who you just say the first name, and everyone knows who you're talking about. Absolutely. <laughs> now, what has the reaction yeah, been for uh, the new album with fans? Really good, actually, a lot better than we expected because we didn't really know what was going to happen. But mind you, you know, when you're doing a record, 
you're basically doing it for yourself anyways. That That's always been the case. You know, you have to do something that you love, right? Number one. So we did it. We enjoyed it. We really liked what we what we did, and then we put it out there, saying, "Well, this could uh, this could go one of two ways. Either you know, but 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 uh, you know, it, the the response has been has been wonderful. There's people been showing up at shows. They already know all the songs. And they sing along, and uh, well, the ones we play anyway. Yeah, live. Have you have you added? And, yeah, we've added. We play about four of them. Okay, and, and 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 three of them are like the we did three videos. I, I don't know if you're aware of that, um, but uh, we did a we did a video for playing on the radio. That was the very first one, which was done by Nigel Dick. I don't know if you remember him, but he was uh, basically the the guy in the in the eighties and nineties. He did all those uh, Guns and Roses, okay. Britney Spears videos. And uh, he did a wonderful video for us. I really like that. And then the second one was for the ballad Haunted, which ended up, you know, winning four or five independent uh, film awards. And it was it was uh, uh, it was directed by this guy in Fort Wayne, Indiana, George Johnson, who did a wonderful job with it. And we didn't, you know, we didn't expect that at all. I mean, we did these. We just did the videos because we thought <laughs> it was going to help promote the record, and then we got all this reaction from the one video. So, those little things uh, definitely help in this age selling physical product like we used to, right? Everything yeah. Uh, streaming and and, and uh, as you know, you talk about Spotify and stuff. I don't know if that's a good segue into that. But sure. Yeah. Let's let's talk. You about know, that, that's how people that's how people discover yeah. music now. Yeah, I guess like coming from and 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 I don't mean to date you, but I mean I'm in that age range as well. Uh-huh. Coming from that era where the album was the thing, like you yeah. you you didn't you didn't write a song, you wrote an album, and now it's more. Uh, of, yeah, unless you were a pop band. Yeah, I mean, don't don't forget we we could go on about uh, about all the. Uh, 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 you know the one-hit wonders, which were great too in, in the seventies in and eighties. Yeah, but but I know what you're getting yeah. at, and and I'm uh, I'm still personally a, a vinyl fan. I have a, a setup at home, and I I still uh, throw on records as much as I can. And I have a few friends that are that do the same thing. And a lot of the you know, it, it's it's definitely made a comeback. The the when I realized it the first time I realized it was I was in Europe doing a, a short tour with SAS about six or seven years ago maybe okay and all these young bands were selling vinyl at their at the at their shows like crazy people I was like I can't believe this is happening <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, well, I, I, as I said, like I, like things come around and they and they yeah they always come back. I knew it was to, a niche. It always comes back. No, yeah. I knew it was a niche thing, but I didn't think it was that that prominent. And I, mean, I, I don't know if it is here, but it seems to be that everybody started to put it out again. Well, and, I, think, uh, I think there is something about. Uh, I mean, it's great to have Spotify listen to the songs wherever you are. I mean, you can't, you can't bring Absolutely. around a record player and vinyl everywhere you go. Oh, Spotify is the best thing ever. But, but, <laughs> but I, I'm, I, 
I have it playing right now in yeah. my house. <laughs> but I think there is there's something about you know having you know the picture the the album full album picture and looking at it and holding it. I still think there is that yeah. that something. Yeah, yeah. But it's a matter of how to sell it. Yeah. Oh yes. But, you know our the 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 advantage that we have is we play a lot of shows and. It's available for the people that come and see us, which it's quite a few people. I, I don't know the count, but, you know, there's got to be, you know, half a million, a million people every year that, that come to to these shows. And, uh, and you know, even if 10% of them buy a record that's a, or a CD or whatever, um, they're going to buy it. No. And we've sold quite a few so far. Um, um, uh, you know, just, just at, the, at the merchandise table. Now the next step is what's the decision is to to push out singles or to to put together a group of songs that you can put out as an album. That's a, that's a, that's a good question. It, the, you know, it depends. Uh, I don't think there's any rule anymore. Uh, you know, a, a lot of people I know subscribe to just just putting out a track you know you do a track and you put it out and then you do another track and you put it out you know doing an doing a collection of songs you know obviously takes more time and it's more expensive mm -hmm. you, you know so i think for young artists maybe their best bet is to do a track at a time i i, I don't mind that idea myself because it kind of keeps you fresh when you do an album you know, you do, you're writing it, then you do your demos, then you're rehearsing it, then you get together, and then you track it, and then you mix it. And by the time you're done, you never want to listen to the bloody thing again. <laughs> Let alone play it on stage. <laughs> I'm kind of kidding because <laughs> yes, I, I yes. but but you know there is yeah. a little bit of that. Um, so I, I can see the validity in in putting uh, putting out a track by track kind of thing. Why not? Mm -hmm. But if you can do an album, I mean, God bless you. Go ahead. <laughs> now, looking at a little bit of the shows itself, uh, there definitely is, you know, a, a split among bands on cell phones at shows. Outright bands, so cell phones at shows. People holding their mm -hmm. phones up, taking pictures, video. Oh, cell phones, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Now, bands, yeah, it's just, that's just a fact of life now. Yeah, I think like there's some that are just ban them outright all together or encourage them to be a part of the show. Yeah. What, like, well, you how... know what happens when you ban something? <laughs> People want to do it more. <laughs> like, for, for me, I think like, for me, I think uh, uh, like if I were to be a band, cause I have no musical talent, but Hey, um, <laughs> that's very honest of you. Uh, like, I think you'd be like, Hey, here's the one song. Everyone bring out their phones and then put them away. Yeah, I you know I don't I don't I don't really know. I'm so used to everybody having it. It it, it doesn't phase me as much yeah. anymore. Although, you know, I don't particularly like looking at videos of, of of you know crappy home videos of myself performing because I don't think those videos ever do anybody any justice. Not not just myself, but yeah. I think any any band will tell you that. It's not the same experience as going to see a band live. There's there's the energy of the people. There's the sound quality, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. and it never sounds the same. So it it almost, in a way, uh, you know, cheapens 
what what you do. Mm-hmm. However, you know, it, it it's it is what it is. And if, and if and if and if it makes somebody happy to videotape something they saw that they were enjoying and they want to look at it over and over again, you know, who am I to argue? Go right ahead. I, yeah, exactly. You might as well, you know, whatever you want, however you want to enjoy it, enjoy it. But yeah, there, there exactly. is, but there is something about you know having that sort of one-time feeling of of a rock show and just enjoying being there. In, pre- in the presence. Absolutely. Absolutely. But there is, and for the most part, that's what happens. The people that get care, they're going to mm. show up. Yeah. I mean, we, we, do, we do have people, they'll drive eight hours to see us sometimes just because we don't get to their area. But then you have to wonder about places that you don't get to hardly at all or, or ever, like in, in Europe or in Japan and this and that. It gives at least those people something uh, I mean, every artist goes through, through through this, you know. I mean, how how do you how do you satisfy you know uh, you know five or six fans in one remote part of the world? <laughs> other than other than you know, it, it used to be you didn't unless you went there. At least now that there's there's a vehicle for that, so at least they can kind of get a glimpse of or, what you're doing. Or you read about what the show was like, and you're like, okay, I can picture it in my mind. Yeah, but you know what's fun? You know what's funny? I was uh, a quick story. I was I my 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 buddy Brent Fitz plays with Slash. They just went on a tour, and he was doing a club show in Toronto. He came to visit me, and he was playing with Phil Axe, who plays with Bon Jovi now, right? Yeah. So we're at this just a club. Phil's doing his song. This is like a hundred people, right? And there's all these girls there. So I'm sitting at the back waiting for them to finish. And uh, and uh, they start talking to me. And one's from Italy. One's from Japan. Another one's from Germany. Another one's from Indiana. And they all and they all know each other. And they <laughs> this is what they do. They fly around the world to see Bon Jovi or these bands or, or versions of it or, or 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 you know like Phil's the guitar player now. So they went to see him play in a club in Etobicoke. And they were flying home the next day. Well, that's dedication. That's gotta. That's gotta be some cash, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. This, I I was like I was stunned. I was like you're kidding me. But then again, it was like, wow, cool. For me, it's you just know? the price of the go train. There, oh my that's god! My, that's but my. These girls, it, it didn't stop there. This yeah. is like a. This is like an ongoing yeah. thing. They do this all the time. I guess they they work at jobs and they spend all their available <laughs> cash on going <laughs> flying around to see uh, their their favorite rock stars. Well, hey, it's fun for the rock stars. You know, you get this touring sort of show with the show. Wow. <laughs> wow, you got to respect that, though, huh? Yeah, for sure. For you know sure. what? It, 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 we're talking about it in an age where, if you go downtown Toronto on any given night, like let's say the Orbit Room, I picked that because some of my buddies play there. You know, they'll charge a five dollar cover, and everyone's going to bitch about it. Yeah, which is to me is just criminal. You know, but. The, there's the, now, now here's these girls you know, spending 
what eight to a thousand dollars on a plane ticket to go to Toronto for one night to see a band. You know, you gotta love it. For sure. Now I heard I heard on a previous interview that uh, you had a little bit of a passion for cooking. With your yeah. with your with your <laughs> with your tour schedule, do you get a chance to do any of that? Absolutely. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not. Uh, I have to eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's 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 you know, cooking, and then there's preparing a feast. Yeah. Well. First of all, you know, I did, there's, there's, uh, I've, I've always done that. I start around three o'clock. Nothing, nothing good. To, you can't make anything good in thirty minutes, <laughs> you know. So I, I, I you know, I'll start. I'll, I'll, I'll always dedicate an hour and a half or two hours you know, to my meal. We, 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 we make everything from from scratch in my house, which might be kind of loony to some people, but. It's, it, I've been doing it for so long that it, 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 it doesn't seem like a, a chore to me. The other thing is that it helps me to forget about things. I, I don't, it's, it shuts my mind off, you know. It's almost therapeutic. Well, Derek, as we come up to the end of the chat, uh, I have a little yeah. segment called Fast Five. So it's five questions. First thing that pops into your head, give Uh-oh. the answer. Can I swear? <laughs> so, this could be a hard one. Favorite song to play live? Ah, God. Um, in America. Uh, favorite meal either to prepare or eat? Cacio e pepe. Ooh. Poutine or pizza? You have to look that no, up. I'll try. I'll have to look that up because I have no idea what that is. <laughs> it's, uh, the, it's the national dish of Rome. Uh, Do you say uh, uh, pizza or what? Poutine or pizza? <laughs> Poutine. <laughs> uh, I would have to say pizza. Uh, favorite as beer? Long as I oh, made it. <laughs> uh, favorite beer or alcoholic drink? Uh, uh, beer would be Stella. After my daughter, uh, but uh, I'm I'm more of a wino okay. than anything. <laughs> Sass is wine. That that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, favorite place to pick up a shot of Java. My kitchen. Oh, home. Well, have brewed. you ever seen my latte art? If you look at my Instagram, there's plenty of pictures. I I, I do all my own. Uh, I've been doing it for years. Kind of a hobby. Oh, that's a good seg. Hey, well, that's a good segue. Where where can people find you on the internets? Uh, well, my Instagram is at uh, roadelf, and uh, my Twitter is is the same. No, sorry, Instagram is roadelf is. Uh, uh, Twitter is roadelf. R O A D E L F. And of course, the, the, just search the guess who. The guess who, yeah, their Facebook, all their media, yeah. and you know, I'm, I have a music page on Facebook, like everybody else. <laughs> well, that's good. Thanks for uh, taking a couple of minutes out of your day and chatting with me. Oh, it was, it was my pleasure. It was nice to talk to you. Thanks very much. Have a good day. Yeah, we'll see you again. Take care. Bye, Bye. for now. I would like to thank Derek Sharp for chatting with me, and thanks to you for tuning in. And you can contact me on Twitter, at Jason Perry. That's at Jason, P-E-R-R-I-E-R, and use the hashtag ChanceToChatWith if there is someone who you want me to chat with. 
Until we chat again, I'm out.